few rolls like the flower. Tell me what it's like to live with superpowers. I don't know, but I'm a get it. Welcome to the Amp by Faith podcast. Today we have Iceberg 517. What does the 517 stand for, actually? Oh, the 517 stands for uh, 2 Corinthians 517. Oh, okay. All right. So before we get started, um, Ice, can you pray for us? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray today. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Father God. Uh, Let this uh, interview, you know, continue to grow. Real Talk Sheets performance and make sure this goes straight, Father Lord Jesus. And we just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you came from, how you started in the music. Did you start with secular or you started with Christian? How did that go for you in the beginning? I started with secular at the age of 14, and I was at the same time, I was doing things I wasn't supposed to do, so... I never really made it nowhere. It was just really like a hobby to do something. The past time, and I was doing it with my friends and everything. And uh, um, and I started doing like Christian hip hop in 2014. You know, uh, met this guy named Guala. You know, to put me on, put me on to RL, and I started doing um, Christian hip hop like that. But but yeah, it's a, it's a better experience for me. I grew in that and everything. So it was it was it was it was a great experience for me. So it was good. Now. When did you turn your life over to Christ? Um, in 2011, after I after I was being incarcerated, I got out in 2010, and then I met my my girl, which became my wife in 2011. I was going to church and everything, and um, yeah, I was going to church and everything. Uh, and I met this dude named Scott Sims, who was doing like the uh, like the music ministry there and stuff, and he mm. introduced me to that. Far as Christian hip hop, because I didn't know it was Christian hip hop, you know, I I never knew. So I stopped making right. music. I felt convicted, you know, when I was going to church and everything. So I just never I stopped doing it. And then, like I said, I met Scott Sims, and he introduced me to Christian hip hop and everything else is uh, history, you know. So okay. I, yeah. So before your life was saved, when you were growing up, how was your life like? Did you go through some hard times? What what at what point in your life were you saying like, okay? This is the time that I need to turn my life over to God because I'm tired of living the way I am. But let us know how you grew up, like what your life was that like before you got saved. I ran with a whole bunch of people, like you know, what I'm saying people that that led the street life for everything, and um, it was kind of, it was kind of hard for me uh to adjust because my mom, my pops, you know, they 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 broke up and stuff like that. So, um, because I had a decent life growing up until I was like 14 to 15, and um. And like I, I had a hard time adjusting in school and everything, so uh, I was lead, I was doing things I was I wasn't supposed to be doing, and um, so I ended up selling. I sold sold drugs. I I did a whole bunch of stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I just uh I just grew up in a life of crime. When I got locked up, this when I, I I like I finally said I need I need Christ, 
You know what I'm saying? Because I was I was in there and I was doing stuff at the beginning and it wasn't it wasn't going well for me. And uh, so I met this guy who was my bunkie in there, and he uh introduced me to Christ and stuff like that. Like he he gave me a Bible and all that, and because I was young when I went in there, you know. So how old I, were you? I was like when I went in there, I was like 21. Okay. I was 21, and so. But while I was in there, I was doing I was doing the most, and um, but like, yeah, I met my I met uh this older guy who was my bunkie. He was all into Christ, and he was telling me about the importance of changing your lifestyle and everything because the stuff he was he had going on, you know, what I'm saying he gave me his testimony and everything. And, um, and what did you get? What did you end up getting locked up for? I got locked up for robbery, aggravated robbery. Okay. And, um, and how much time did you do? Oh, I did. I did four years, four years for it. Um, I got five. I only ended up doing four. My lawyer okay. pushed four and gave me. I got did four years. It was like I said, the first couple of years was tough, and then the the, ne the next two, you know, I, I adjusted to during that time, and and I started going to church and church service in there, and and I experienced some 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 spiritual stuff. And then when I was in the hole, um, then when I got out, I went right back to doing what I was doing. Selling drugs and fornication and all that, but like I said, my wife is the one that helped me out when mm -hmm. I met her. You know, when I started going to church, and it's, everything changed after that. Right. So, yeah. so you say you rather you growing up, you had a, a normal childhood until your parents split. So, yeah. what was it about that experience that you think set off something inside of you that was hard to adjust to everything else? Like, what was it? That made you break inside. No, just seeing your parents, you know what I'm saying, split, you know, mm -hmm. that was kind of hard for me. You know, since mm -hmm. you know, you had a decent childhood, you had decent uh things growing up, you saw you saw things different, you know. Um, so I felt like I had to step up and become that 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 man before my time, you know, so I could I help I had to help out with bills. I was only like fifteen working at McDonald's, I had to ask mm -hmm. them, can I put an extra time even though I couldn't but he still did it anyway for me, and I gave like I helped my mom with the with the bills stuff like that. It was seven of us, it was seven of us, but four grew up inside the house, you know, because we had the same mom, same dad. But you know. right. Yeah, so. so when they split, did you have like was the relationship the same between your mom and your dad, or are you like your dad left and you didn't see him as much, or yeah, I didn't, did I, I didn't see him as much. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I, I go over there sometimes. But it was just, it was the whole experience was different. You know what I'm saying? It just felt different. Man, um, man, man, his relationship was different too. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was still my pops. And I still love him. You know what I'm saying? But it just wasn't the same no more. Seeing them split. But it was, it was cool. And it was cool. Right. And they, like, cause like I said, I had to step up and do what I had to do. Right. Um, so, do you have any kids now? Uh, Yeah, I got two boys. Two boys. Yeah. So... Yeah. What have you promised yourself to include in their life that you don't want to compromise on at all? Something that maybe you didn't receive in yours and you make sure that you receive in theirs. Like what, what is your dynamic with that? Just basically just being there for them, you know, no matter what, whether me and my wife don't work out or not, just, but uh, I have kids. I don't have kids by my wife, you know what I'm saying? I got kids mm -hmm. by my, you know, but um, just always being there for them, yeah, you know, and, supporting them and make sure that they grow up to be young men 
you know, so. Because right. that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, you know, take what we know and, and put it and put it in them, you know, so. Right, yeah. right, right. That's so important. You know, because, you know, especially if you're following Christ, you know, you want them, you want to pour that into them also, you know what I'm saying? So, and then it just lead down, it becomes a, a, a chain effect. Right. So in your journey with Christ, what was uh, something that you really struggled with, like an addiction or a a thing that you knew was sinful, but it was hard to relinquish? What what was something that was hard for you to give up? Smoking, smoking weed. Weed was a is a hard stronghold. It has a hard stronghold on you when you're so used to. You know, doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely the addiction. You know, I definitely struggled with that. Um, even when I was going to church, even when I was doing Christian hip hop at the beginning, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop, like, cause it was like a coping thing, cause I was going through so much. You know, cause my mom mm-hmm. passed away in 2018. I ain't quit till like a couple years after that. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I realized like that it wasn't, it wasn't good for me. You know, I was supposed to lead on God instead of you know, said so depending on this weed, and so that's how that went. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that they're really dependent on it. They feel like, oh, you know, it's I just smoke just to smoke, or realize it's actually an addiction. What made you realize, like, oh, I'm too dependent on this, and I, I realized, like, yo, this is not good for me. Like, I think it was a time after church, and I just, you know. Soon, soon after I got out of church, it was one time I got out of church, and, and uh, I went, I went straight to the crib and I rolled up, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this ain't, this ain't right, man, you know. It was a, it was a, it was a, like any other time I wouldn't do it, you know what I'm saying? I said, I feel like, man, I should at least give this day to, to the Father, but I, you know, it was just that conviction that hit me hard, and I just felt like He was telling me, like, man, you don't need this. You know, say so how can I how can I grow you up? And how can I put you in a different platform, a different situation? You know, you can't even be obedient to me. You know, that's how that's how I felt. Mm. After that, I put it down. You know, and I, I don't feel no type of way about it or nothing. So, for the people that can't realize that, for the people can't realize, uh, you know, that this is uh, a stronghold that the devil has on them. What is some advice, some suggestions that you can give them that will help them let it go and lean on God more? I mean, for real, you should have an accountability partner. You know what I'm saying? Somebody you could talk to and, um, and you know, help you, you know, convict you. You know what I'm saying? Somebody to be real with you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because sometimes you can't do it on your own. Yeah, yeah, you need Christ, but Christ speaks through people. Christ can tell you. You know what I'm saying? If you, that's why it's good to create a bridge. And don't burn it, you know. So it's always have, it's good to have an accountability partner, you know, through, through tough times or anything for real. Yeah. 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 You know, because even people, poor people on the streets have some type of accountability partner, somebody they could talk to or whatever, you know what I'm saying, to help, to help them, you know. So, yeah. For any any addiction yeah. or any, yeah. 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 What is your, your prayer life like with Christ? I, I like to ask this question because. Growing up, I always thought like, oh, you take this time out to dedicate to God in that time period, whether it be 20, 30 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever, and then you go about your day. 
But now that I have a relationship with God, I really just talk to him throughout the day and check in and make sure that I'm going in the right direction. And I don't think that's taught a lot. Like, were you taught that? Or is that how your prayer life is like with God? Or do you have something different? Well, no, nah, like at the beginning, when I, when I got into it with Christ, it was just, it was just prayer, like a quick prayer after breakfast, after lunch, after dinner. That's one thing my mom taught me growing up, but I never knew about a relationship with God. It was, that was different, mm-hmm. you know, talking to him throughout the day and all that. I, I didn't do that at first, you know, until I started reading more and I started getting more into it. Then I understand the relationship is different, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a, and, that, and that's the thing about young people growing up, they don't have nobody above them to tell them this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of time they got to figure it out on their own. And so, but, I don't like, think it's taught in the churches like that either, though. Not, it's not. It's yeah. more so uh, a lot of surface things. You know what I'm saying? Like You got a lot of people that just bring in some type of thing for the day, and they, they do a couple of scriptures, and they be out. You know, so. Yeah. So, but it's a, that's why it's so important to the to the artists to speak on that when they have that type of platform to speak to the youth and everything because you definitely gotta have a relationship with God. Speak to him like he's like he, like he's your family, you know what I'm saying? Come to him by everything. Speak to him, you know, so you can understand. Yeah, your it. best friend. Yeah. Go to go to him before you go yeah. to anybody else. Right. So when it comes to the music, what song do you feel like you bled your heart on? I feel like that with all of them. You know, but mm. once the but one, it's the one when uh, I want to say Dream Big. But at the same time, but I feel like the song I made for my mom, it's the song mm. that stands out to me. Yeah, either that or Dream Big. I don't know, I got other songs, but I just can't think of them right now. But I think the song by my mom. And why does that hit the hardest for you? Obviously, it's your mom, but like, what about it that you felt like you poured your heart into it? It's just from top and bottom. It's real, and I do that for my for all my music. But this one right here is like it was more so personal, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was, it was for me, it was like self healing, mm. you know. Um, knowing that what type of woman she was, you know, and 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 was, when times got hard, she was there, you know. What I'm saying so, I always want to do that for her. I, you know, what I'm saying like I, I always want to help her out in them tough times, like and gave her hugs and you know what I'm saying, the times when she was mistreated and you know, it was just yeah, she passed away in two thousand eighteen. Okay. My condolences. Yeah, and, um I've been through so much with her and, and my brothers and sisters too, you know. Cause we we grew up in a uptown area, but in Cincinnati everything is hooded out. We made it through as we got older, we understood that. And so that's why it's important to, to be there for your kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So be put, be tied up the right way. They'll never stray away. But also, I want to. I just want to make an impact and be felt and understood from my perspective and what I came from and what I've been through so people can relate to that. What is a message that you want to send to the youth? Like the youth, let's say the youth that is growing up the same way you did or going through the trials that you have gone through. What What is some advice or... What do you want to give them that will stay with them the rest of their life? Just keep going. You know, when times get tough, when times is hard, keep moving forward. Saying keep God in front of you. Never look yeah. back. That's the you know, that's like some of the ultimate advice you can give somebody to the youth. Just keep pushing. Don't give up. Never give up. And that's the song I made now that I think about it from my first project. Never give up. Mm-hmm. Elevate. What about the youth that feel like God has never been there for them? What do you tell them? Um that's a good question. Look, it's easier for us to say, like, 
believe in God and and lean on him and he's always and keep going but there are people out there that god has left them or they don't believe in god or they feel like because they're in this situation in life and they're they're struggling mm. why isn't god helping them now so what do you say to that those people same same thing to me you know what i'm saying like you got to keep your head up and keep going you know um you might not feel like god is there but he will he will he will be there for you because people get lost in the sauce people got people being younger people they be so influenced off the things they see and they gotta have somebody around them you know what i'm saying to, to tell them these things man especially if they ain't got if they, feel, they feel like ain't got nobody or they feel like you know god ain't there for them you know they gotta have they gotta put themselves in position you know what i'm saying to want to they gotta want to do better period mm. you know so because mm. everybody get lost even the people right now that feel like i'm mean, gonna feel like they have god they still feel lost right i feel like god ain't there you know what i'm saying so that's just, that's just i think you said a key a key point there you have to want to do better that is i think so impactful because we may find in ourselves in situation i know i have where i felt like i wanted to give up i've gone through my depressive moments but in the back of my mind always you always want better you want to do better so if you can just take that little thought and just push it to the front of your mind and go for it god will help you out with the rest you have to do the work first yeah you definitely yeah. do yeah. faith without works is dead <laughs> there yeah, all go. the faith in the world all the faith in the world and he had to, and you know i heard a story about you know saying he brought a boat he brought somebody and the person just waited you know and he's like dude say he was waiting on god you know and, um oh i think i know that it's a yeah, joke yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the, the guy god, the like, guy <laughs> yeah the guy yeah. was drowning and he's like god save me yeah. i think this is from pursuit of happiness yeah, I think right? it was. Yeah, yeah. God saved me and the guy comes with a boat. He's like, No, I'm just waiting for God. And then right. when he dies, guy said, What? He's like, Why God, why didn't you save me? He's like, I sent you three people to help you. <laughs> you right. didn't do anything. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> right. So like those things that you you feel like, okay, God's not helping you, but he's sending you things. It's you that has to take the action to actually mm -hmm. use those things that he's sending you. And there's mm -hmm. always a choice. I always say there's always a choice. It might not be a choice you like, but there's always a choice. It's definitely always a choice. That's the, that's the free will stuff. Right. You know, because you, know, you can make that, you can make that, that 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 path crooked and that's when that journey take longer and longer and longer mm -hmm. and longer people people got to realize that so what is uh an artist that you love working with on any song that you did or who is an artist not what is <laughs> i would say godfaring but i think ariana marie mm. is a good artist i like working with you know um and what song did you have her on i had a song let me be great then i had a song on there well RL that was on there. Um, what's the name of that song? I got it on my link in my bio. I just can't remember the name of the song. Um, you know, I'm gonna ask this because you're not the first. <laughs> you're not the first person, right? Because I've I've had a couple. I did a couple of interviews, and a lot of artists they don't remember the songs that they put out. And I don't say anything wrong with that because I I write poetry, and once yeah. it's on the paper, I forget about it, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> so um i'm starting to think like it's either the creative holy ghost is just in you and you just put just, the song just, out there yeah and yeah because you're not the first one who has like forgot 
what song it is or what song I'm talking about. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know because when you get put on the spot, when you ask somebody so quick, they just don't have the answer right away. Or because mm-hmm. now I know the, I know it now. It's called Nobody Like My God. And uh, NLMG, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it could be a, a few things, you know. So right, know. right. Okay. But I just love making music for the for God. You know, I love making music, and I have to. We have mission. We have to do this mission. And we have to push forward with it. You know. So, what's your mission right now? This is to say, I mean, so as I can before I clock out. Mm. Before I clock out. You know, I want to I want to hear him say I want him to tell I want him to tell me well done once he see me, once he talk to me like well done, man, you did what you're supposed to do. Now your right. missions, you know, it's a reason why we wake up every day. It's a reason why. Right. That is so true. You clock out, you got to figure out what it is. You know, he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. you know? So and how we, did I, you fi- how did you find your purpose? Like, what was it that told you or God showed you your purpose? Did you just walk into it or you actually like had well, a vision about it or? So I quit in 2012, 13 music period because remember i told you i felt convicted and everything uh and i never knew i never knew about christian hip-hop and i was just chilling right there and i and i like this dude named scott sims and he was he sounded like like an august alcina chris brown type of and i came up to him at the church like man you i like you dope man like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you do music and he's like yeah like i do like christian christian music like and i never knew nothing about it so he invited me to his house and i heard some of his songs and played some and he played this beat and i'm like oh that's that's pretty dope like and so I, did he, you make your first christian song was it made with him or yeah it was made yeah, it was made with him him and two okay. other people like it was like three or four of us on there i can't Do you remember have... oh you can't remember <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's okay you, do i have what you about to say what and I was asking if that song was on your Spotify, your Apple Music now. Nah, that Is was it? like 2014, 13. Okay. Around there. I think I got this somewhere in my email. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you might have to, I like to say, because a lot of artists say the same thing. Like they had their first song. They don't really have it on their yeah. their playlist now. But maybe you want to remaster it because it, it's a time, like a pivotal period in your life that you want to remember. Right. Yeah. So if you do have it, remaster it and put it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just gotta find it. He gotta find it, beat and all that, everything. But I'm pretty sure he got it somewhere in his stool. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything you want to leave on the table for anybody? Anybody looking for Christ? Anybody that's in their journey? Any advice you want to give? Leave to the world. Like soon, soon as soon as you find your purpose, thrive in it. You know, go forward, push, elevate, you know, and, um, and then when people see the things that you're doing, people will follow that. As long as you follow Christ, people will follow that. Mm. You know, don't give up. Please don't. You never mm. you never want to give up on, on nothing. Because as soon as, soon as somebody see you give up on something, they feel like they can do that too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's very important because everybody looking at, at the world like a lens. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... As soon as I walk down the street, even if I buy somebody a pack of cigarettes, like somebody tell me like broken pack, and I, somebody might come in that know me, you know what I'm saying? Now they think that I smoke cigarettes. Now I gotta explain myself, you know, stuff like right. that. So just do what you need to do, you know, and aim for it. Go for it. That's why. That's why I say because I did too many stop signs. I stopped at so many stop signs and and went backwards. Now I understand mm. to go forward and move forward now, you know. So yeah. What is one uh, scripture that's forever written on your heart? Second Corinthians five seventeen. For any man being Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away. 
behold, all things become new. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I always gotta remind myself that I'm a new creature. You know, a mm. new person, new me. You know, I'm brand new. You know, I'm not the old me. Cause I had iceberg before. Mm-hmm. I said it's not given because I didn't know what it mean at first. I thought it was a cool name, and I and the stuff I did uh, back then, met, which made me feel like I was cold hearted. So, and when I dive deeper and deeper into iceberg, and you go, you see the tip of the iceberg. That I feel yeah, like that represents the flesh. Yeah, that represents the flesh. That's that's like me, you, everybody. But up under there is bigger. So it's the, the meaning more than what you see. The foundation, yes. Yeah, the foundation, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, I love that. Last 17 next to it, so that's what it means. What is the worst advice you've ever received? Stay down till you come up. (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stay down till you come up. Like, when I was in the world and stuff like that, and that's what people used to say, like, stay stay down, stay down, brother. Stay down doing what you're doing, Uh, selling drugs and, and doing what you're doing, you know, until you come our way up, then you present yourself to the world as this mm. supposed, really ain't supposed to be, you know? So, yeah, I'm like, bro, they ain't. I, I would take in a pot, if I was to take that yeah. and turn it into a positive, stay down, meaning yeah. like stay humble, stick mm-hmm. to your guns and mm-hmm. do what you got to do till you get up. Not, yeah, <laughs> not the, that way. That's crazy. Yeah. And that now, now yeah. you, yeah, you definitely can turn that now. Yeah, the right person you are, and somebody from you know, what I'm saying that that's that's a positive person tell you that. Now that's different. You know, what I'm saying because he gonna interpret to you in a different way, in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, that's crazy. One more thing. Why did you choose this genre of music? To do. I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I think because it's from the region I'm from. You know, drills, Chicago, Midwest stuff, Midwest uh-huh. type. I mean, that's I, I guess that's type of style that 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 was that was put in me from the father because my music was totally different when I was in the world until now. You know, uh, mm. I write I write how I feel. If mm. That makes you know. So I write how I feel, and you know, he, he give it to me. For real, like how I write is crazy. You ever see that movie Eight Miles when he was on the bus? And, yeah. Um, and he had words just all over the place. That's how he give mm. it to me. Like it just don't mm. come in line, line, line. It don't come like that. It come like I might get bar fourteen before I get bar one, two, and three. Mm. You know, so I just write it down. You know, so I write how I feel. And he, he like he chose he chose the beats from me. I go through a whole line of beats and just some just speak to me. You know, to speak to me, and I and I just write it like so. And I guess it come out it sound like drill type. You know, whatever. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I'm not so yeah. well-versed in, like, the stuff. But I, yeah. I think we would consider it drill, hip-hop. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I can talk about your, your platform's good. I, I like what you're doing. Continue to do what you do. You know, God's definitely going to bless your platform. You know what I'm saying? He definitely gave me something to think about, talk about. This is actually my first interview I did. Oh, really? Yeah, it was my first interview, so I think I did pretty good, you know. My first yeah, time. you did wonderful. You I know. think, yeah, a lot of people are nervous, but you, it's, yeah. as long as you're speaking from the heart, right. it's not going to yeah. be, yeah. Because ner- nervousness to kick in, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I found myself, you know, thinking, like, overly thinking, like, which makes, mm-hmm. which put a pause in what you're trying to talk about. You know? Yeah, so, and that's completely fine. I mean, it's pre-recorded, so obviously right. we can edit out whatever. Okay. So okay. you, that you don't have to worry about, but um, I appreciate you telling me that it really yeah. 
confirms that I'm doing the right thing because this, this, like, just like how you were, you never heard of Christian hip hop. Yeah. I didn't hear about Christian hip hop till God put it in my spirit one week. And I started listening to Christian, uh, Christian hip hop music. And then one day he was like, okay, the podcast you have now switch it over to CHH. Right. And I stayed obedient and that's what happened. So yeah, this is new to me too. So everybody that I meet, a lot of them I haven't heard. So I'll 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 meet them. I'll listen to the music before I do the interview, uh-huh. and um, really get into it. But yeah, I'm it's I'm, it's fairly new to me too. So yeah, I definitely want to do more interviews now, and um, and and I, as I do more interviews, I'll be able to dive deeper into everything. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely want to get a shout out to some people. You know, so I'm gonna get a shout out to Christ Jr. I wanna get a shout out to Soul of the Earth. I wanna get a shout out to Godfrey. I wanna get a shout out to uh um Justice P Bless. I wanna get a shout out to Joe Focus and Ty Serve and Rockstar Kev and Mark Music and mm-hmm. that's one of the I can think of. Dupre right yes. now. Uh there's some other people I can't think of. I know people be doing this when they do interviews, they really can't think of everybody. <laughs> But y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know I rock with y'all. So if I miss yeah. one of y'all, y'all know what it is. So yeah, look. don't take it out on him. Yeah. He's thinking about right. it. Right. Yeah. No, definitely shout out to all those artists and yeah. all the artists coming up trying to do their thing for right. the yeah. kingdom. Um, yeah. We got we got a we got a build. We definitely got a build for the body. Everybody can't be the head. If the father is the head, so everybody got to play a part in the body. Somebody got to be the legs, the arms, and everything. Like. You know, so mm-hmm. to make this body move, you know, it's, it's a movement, you know, a and we movement, definitely coming. Yes. They better yeah. watch out. We, we definitely coming. We definitely moving. We moving in power, you know. Exactly. We, exactly. We definitely come. So I like what uh, some things that D1 was talking about. He was talking about we was we, we was coming. He said he apologized, but he apologized. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Week, and yeah, I was sitting there like, oh, no, what did he do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he yeah, came he out. Yeah, that was like, man, we coming, man. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's too funny. I, lo- I love that because I was sitting there and let the yeah. video like, no, yeah. who accused him of doing what? Right, right. And then yeah. boom, wow. he came out with that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that video. It was really good. Right? I definitely got a um, project coming out. It's going to be coming out probably about a month or two called Glow Path, you know, and it's going to be dope. I definitely want y'all to check that out. Is it a project or an album? Um, I thought project album was the same, ain't it? Uh, I I thought so too, but somebody <laughs> clarified it for me. Like they were like, "That's not an album. That's a project." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So yeah, I, I always thought it was the same. <laughs> like I'm working on a project. I'm working on an album. Right, you know right. I guess, I guess they taught me something. You know, I gotta check into that. Yeah, I didn't know I either. Know I thought it was the is. same thing. Yeah, EP is shorter, short album, like under five or six songs. Mm-hmm. You know, and the album was like seven, eight, nine, or ten and up, whatever. But yeah, I'm definitely checking to that. All right, so we're looking forward to that. Um, Ice, I thank you for coming on, yeah. being vulnerable, giving your mm-hmm. your testimony. And until the next one, guys, be bold, be brave, be blessed, and to God be the glory. Goodbye.
Lori the G-O-D It's what you could do with a mustard seed It's what you could do when you start to believe Take fear and you cast it inside of the sea 100% out of me, cause he gave it all on the team